Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Are you or your team performing all possible vendor validations? Do you know which documents have the key data you need to confirm that the vendor you are about to create or update is real? Be sure by downloading the vendor validation reference list. It also has links to all the resources listed. Download at www dot Deborah D E B R A R Richardson R I C H A R D S O N dot com. Another meeting. If you don't currently have a recurring meeting with your vendor team, today's episode will tell you why you need one and give you a framework for keeping it structured and productive. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 69. You need vendor maintenance team meetings and here's a recommended agenda. In podcast episode 68, create your vendor onboarding policy a must-have for vendor maintenance. I talked about a must-have for vendor maintenance and the policy tells vendors and other internal stakeholders and employees how to do business with the vendor maintenance team. Well, another must-have in order to document and follow through on those policies and processes in your vendor onboarding policy is regular meetings. The vendor maintenance team needs to stay informed on internal and external trends, keep up on training, and build trust with other team members. So now that we know why we need meetings, let's talk about meeting rules so we can keep them structured and productive. So it's no secret today that many professionals feel that a significant amount of time is wasted in meetings. And I get that. There are those meetings that really could have been emails, hate when that happens, or those meetings where the key attendees do not show up, or even worse, they weren't even invited, or those meetings that are just poorly led. And you could keep going on and on and on and on um, with issues with meetings. But on the flip side of that, the reality is, is that not all team members read emails. There was actually just a going, you know, phrase that I used to use back in the corporate world. We would joke as, as co-workers that nobody reads emails, you know, and on top of that, some of the topics need to be discussed to ensure that they are understood by all affected. So my recommendation is to require a meeting for the vendor maintenance team 
but make sure that there is always an agenda and have the meeting on the same day of the week, the same time and start on time and end on time. No matter who is on vacation or out of the office or who is traveling or who is working from home, reserve a conference room, add a conference line. That meeting can be 30 minutes or 60 minutes, but it needs to be consistent and it needs to be structured. And speaking of structured, send the agenda at least 24 hours in advance so the team is aware of what will be discussed and if they need to, they can prepare in advance to discuss the topics on the agenda. Also, identify someone to take notes in the same format of the meeting agenda and then send them to the entire team, including those that were out, the same day or the next day after the meeting. The team members that were not able to attend are then responsible for reading the notes and asking any clarifying questions. So now let's talk about the recommended agenda format. I have six sections that can be bullet points on your agenda and I'll talk about what you can include under each section to run a productive meeting. So the first section or bullet is to take attendance. You want to include in the meeting notes exactly who attended the meeting and this can be um, critical because as I said before, you need to have that meeting no matter who's out, um, who's on vacation. And so if you document who was at the meeting, that also indicates who was not at the meeting. And if you need to look back and make sure that you get those folks' input, you'll know exactly who to follow up with. So this next section or bullet point is one that can take up some time, but it is very important. It is professional good news and personal good news. So this is an important component and according to Gino Wickman's uh, book, Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, having each employee share this information builds trust. And I talked about building trust as one of the reasons for needing a recurring meeting. So you need to limit the team members to 30 seconds or less consider this bullet or section required and be sure the meeting leader keeps the employee turns moving. So this can be key because as team members um, talk, they can reveal interesting topics that can lead to extended discussions or what we call squirrels. So not only can team members learn a lot about each other doing this, but also management can learn about their team members as well. It is a fun way to get everyone engaged at the beginning of the meeting, learn something about each other, and then also, again, build trust within the team. And I do have a story about this because when I was first introduced to it, I thought it was kind of a waste of time. And so I wasn't really doing that um, with my team. And then I had some issues within the team where people just weren't getting along and small conflicts became big conflicts. And so when I talked to my next level up about it, 
the first thing he asked was if I was still having um, regular meetings. And when I said yes, he said, well, you're not doing the professional good news and personal good news, are you? And I had to admit that I wasn't. I had prioritized other topics over that. And he said, go back, reread that section in the traction book if you need to, but put that back on your agenda and make sure you do that every meeting. And so I did. I added that back to the agenda. And this time I made sure that I kept it moving, limiting everyone to 30 seconds. I got really good at transitioning from the last person to the next person. And while it still took some time to build trust, that eventually did happen. But the immediate effect was to put everyone in a good mood, positive mood, and also to get everyone engaged at the beginning of the meeting so that when we went to our topics, there was full engagement. And just on a side note here, you're going to get those introverts, those quiet folks that want to say, oh, I had a good time this weekend. No, use your imagination management probing skills and take that 30 seconds and ask some questions to find something that was positive professional and positive personal. Pretty soon everyone will come to the meeting with good news personal and professional to share and look forward to sharing and hearing what everyone else has to say. Okay, so the next section or bullet, it's the third one, and it is employee recognition. Now, the order of this is intentional because we've just talked about good news from everyone, and now we're going to recognize someone. So you can recognize a team member for a personal or professional event, and I've got my air quotes, if the employee is comfortable with it. Now, this can be birthdays, this can be a promotion, this can be graduation from college, a certification. Just make sure that you have some type of recognition during each meeting. All right, so the next section or bullet is number four, and it is topics. Now, this is the meat of the meeting. So add the topics as sub-bullets and include a very brief discussion point or overview so that the team members are aware of what the topic is about. Again, this is critical because you are going to send the agenda at least 24 hours in advance. And so having a list of the topics will give your team members awareness. And if they choose to prepare, they will have some time to do that prior to the meeting. And just some examples of, you know, topics. So these can be static topics such as fraud, policy, news, um, etc. Or it can be based on specific current topics such as, I don't know, the IRS 2020-1099 NEC project or maybe even a hybrid of the two formats. And if you find yourself low on topics for the week, listen or assign an employee to listen to, guess what? A putting the AP and happy podcast episode, have that team member or yourself summarize to the team and provide one or two recommendations for change within your team. Another option is training. You can have a team member train or you can bring in someone to train since you have the entire team together. It's a perfect opportunity. 
Some examples may be fraud training or if you have multiple ERPs and you've got some team members that are more familiar with one ERP but not the other, have the team members that are SMEs in one ERP train the other team members. Um, it doesn't have to be a long training. One thing that I personally have done in the past with my team is have one team member um, train the other team members on how to find a PO number and little things like that you think that everybody knows but they don't so the meetings are a perfect time to have these types of trainings especially when you're low on topics now the last thing I want to say about topics is that you need to make sure that you carry over any topics that are ongoing and include the action items from the previous meeting. So you may not get through all of your topics and that's fine. Just make sure that you put them on the agenda for the next week. All right, so the next section or bullets number five and it is action items and a to-do list. So once the topics for the meetings have been discussed, ensure that any action items are called out separately and are assigned a date if applicable and a team member. So this way, when the meeting notes are distributed, there is one place for all team members to look for their tasks, especially important for those that could not attend. And everyone knows that missing team members must bring snacks to the next meeting, right? So put that down there. And the person that is taking the notes is the person that will list those action items and the to-do list. And so once you're finished with the topics, then you clarify where everyone is still in the room, what the action items are, when it's due, and who is assigned to it. And this is yet another way, really a critical way, that you ensure that your meeting is productive. Now, the next and last section or bullet, number six, is conclusion. And this is actually just as important as when you open the meeting um, and you have the professional good news and the personal good news, because you want to make sure that you end the meeting on a positive note, the same way that you started it. So if the topics were very difficult to discuss, and let's be honest here, some of those topics can cause some conflict where team members could have disagreed, or maybe you only covered one of the 10 topics, make sure you point out at least one positive outcome, decision, breakthrough, something that ends the meeting on a positive note. So if you are a leader and you don't have meetings, start one. If you are a team member, make sure to share this podcast episode with your leader. Oh, and one more thing, if you are a leader in vendor maintenance and you will be out during the next meeting, to keep the meetings consistent, don't cancel it. Instead, assign a team member to lead. That is great for succession planning. It is also great for the team member because it hones additional skills that they can use to move up in their career. And if you are that team member, Take advantage of this opportunity to hone your leadership skills. 
So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 69th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.